0: 56 of the Surreal Global Fantasy Football Podcast. Today, myself, Ivy, and you'll never walk alone are delighted to be joined by huge Marseille fan, No Limit, to discuss his first three months on the Surreal journey Messi cards finally hitting the, the platform, the huge $680 million Series B funding announcement, legend cards, Corinthians Club launch, and much, much more. It's been a, a crazy, crazy week. So, No Limit, it's a pleasure to have you on. Welcome. Yeah,
1: welcome, welcome. Hey everyone.
2: Welcome. And, and I think just before we press record, we said that this is probably the, the most exciting week in terms of announcements for the platform. Certainly, you know, I can't, you know, since February 2019, which was the start date. Um, yeah, it's just it's just non-stop this week and some some real passionate. Uh, posts from from Nicholas uh, I know Brian's been very active it's all over LinkedIn it's all over Twitter It's all it's, it's, it's everywhere you you cannot fail to see you know the the, the news that's coming out of Saraarans yeah where do you want to start what 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 stood out the most for you no limit before we ask you about your journey what's what what stood out for you this week what well,
1: was yeah so I was. A lot of things. Um, I was uh, contacted by a lot of friends um, uh, after the, the announcement of the Rising, because it has been um, a record in, in, in France. I have do a lot for the community, not a lot for my own uh, party, for my, for my own game, but uh, I managed to make some deals, so I was uh, a little bit uh, busy on, uh, <laughs> this week.
2: No, I, I, I can understand why. I mean, I, I'm trying to take a few days away, and you know, every few hours, there's you know, I go back to my inbox, and I've got direct messages and tweets, and uh, yeah, it's 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 just so much positivity out there. And I know we need to tape for that a little bit, and you know, some people say, oh, okay, yeah, uh, but you can't all be positive. It might be this, it might be that. But right now, I'm not going to be uh, told otherwise. that I don't think there is a better moment to 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 be actively involved in this game
0: and on this platform. Yes, really exciting week. I'm sure we'll go into to all of those bits in a bit more detail, but as we always start, we, we like to ask our guests a bit about their, their background. So you've been on the, the platform a relatively short period of time, no limit, about three months, is it, in yes. June?
1: Yes, I joined in uh, in June, yes, it's the end of June. Yes.
0: And so how did you find the platform? Did you have friends who were already playing?
1: No, no. Actually, I, I heard about Soran one year ago, and um, I, I was in holiday, and uh, I uh, I heard about um, Marseille joining uh, Soran in NFT, and I was I didn't really know what what it was about, and I tried to, to make an account uh, on Soran. And when I, I think to this moment, I I really think I should have stick to it and uh, go further because I didn't really buy cards. I just Uh, take 10 minutes and say, well, it it seems interesting, but I didn't do anything. Uh, Then um, maybe uh, eight months later, uh, I went to crypto. Um, I uh, began investment in crypto. I uh, learned about NFTs and I came back to SOAR and I said, wow, it's the second time I uh, linked to this platform. Uh, It's time to make things right. And uh, I made an account. I understand. I understood this time really is a game, and I be, became fond of it. That's what. That's how I came to so Swan.
2: And uh, with regards to your fan, you being a big fan of I'll say I'm just looking at the the market. There's a, uh, a William Saliba unique, which is already close to 10 ETH on the market, being bid at the moment. So, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, perhaps you can tell us what you think of his valuation. For me, that immediately shows me that some of the news this week has, has uh, had a big uh, big influence on prices. Is he a 10th card? What's your opinion of Saliba?
1: Alala, ah, don't talk me about Saliba, please. I missed a deal. <laughs> uh, for, I, you know my problem. I, I uh, talk a lot with people to make deals um, and uh, sometimes I don't have the liquidity. And I managed to make a good deal for Saliba because I believe a lot in this player. And um, I, I think uh, he, he's great uh, in so five scores because he's a good defender, but also because the way Sampaoli uh, makes Marseille playing, uh, there is a lot of solicitation of, of um, centre-backs. Uh, they have to make a lot of passing. Uh, they can make um, last decisive passes. Uh, so they can score a lot of points. Uh, I mean, it's not only because they are, they are good defenders. It's because the way our team is playing uh, makes them scoring a lot. Um, so I think the valuation of Saliba could be uh, really high. Uh, but there is, a, there is a problem with Marseille cards this year. I want to, to tell you this. Uh, it's a caution to have. Uh, because uh, Sampaoli makes a lot of rotation, and uh, you cannot forecast this rotation. Uh, so if you don't like GNP, uh, you can be a lot uh, disappointed this year with Marseille cards. Uh, is that he, is that in
2: every position, or is that I mean, is, uh, are yes. there are there three uh, or four three or four players that are my the players?
1: <laughs> my friend, even the goalkeeper uh, is hard, hard to find. With, uh, some power. I, you, you know, I have a Marseille story uh, for the community of Marseille fans because I am uh, my, my game, but I also want to bring Marseille fans in Sora. And so, to um, uh, to share my, my journey with them, I made a G5 with limited cards. I made a G5 with uh, four cards of Marseille and one joker. I can take Benzema, I can take uh, anything else than Marseille, but I must play my G5 Europe with four cards of Marseille. Yesterday, <laughs> I started the game with four GNP. Four. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Marseille fan, you know.
0: That's a record. It's uh, <laughs> a record.
1: Okay, so I follow the team, but I make two mistakes. I I couldn't uh, uh, follow the the news uh, in the last hours. I could have avoided two DNPs, but the two others, I couldn't. I I couldn't. Saliba, he was on the bench, and uh, another one. But uh, I couldn't uh, forecast it. So I mean, if you pay a lot for a Marseille card, uh, so be resilient in front of (laughs) DNP.
2: Yeah, no, I I suffered from the uh, Saliba DNP this uh, this week, but I guess that means that if you had four this week, you got a good chance of all four playing next week at, uh, for the, at the weekend.
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe if, if he make one on uh, on two, but uh, it's not sure. Sometimes uh, for Mandanda, Mandanda was a good keeper. He's an historical keeper of Marseille. He has been here for more than ten years. He was the captain. Uh He made a good start for us, uh, three four matches, but then he just disappeared. I don't know why, but now it's Paul Lopez in uh, in the for the goalkeeper. Uh, sometimes there is there are reasons, but sometimes uh, there are not. So. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, to come back to the Saliba valuation, uh, it's, it's really hard because uh, he's great, but uh, in So5, uh, you will have some missing this, uh, this year.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think, I mean, again, looking at his age profile, I mean, he, he is an attractive card, I think, at every level. Uh, I think the under 23 cards will benefit, again, from the next influx of managers that join the game. I think Every time I speak to new managers joining the platform, they gravitate towards, you know, the younger talents, And I think, you know, Saliba does tick a lot of those boxes. He was very good for the game at Saint-Etienne. Obviously, good pedigree. Uh, had the time at Arsenal. So, yeah, it looks like he's going to make the grade at a, at a high club. And I think, again, he's, he's going to be a desirable card. But, yeah, 10th for the, for the unique. And it's still got two hours to go. Let's see if there's any late action.
0: Yeah, I yep. think we're going to start seeing bigger, bigger, and bigger numbers. Mario, and the, super rare has just gone for five. Yeah, e- exactly. But there was a, a jo- Joey Veerman, I think, the other day. there went for for thirty thousand pounds. I'm not sure what the the amount at the time yeah. was, but okay. Yeah, I've missed a, a few a, in the last. Yeah, I think today. we are going so, to. Uh,
2: in terms of your your next steps, to so say three months is a you know a relatively new new account. Um, what are your What are your plans for the next three months? Have you got a strategy?
1: Um, actually, I almost done with building my U um, twenty-three uh, D two because uh, I play mainly this division. Um, I play also the D three and D four. Um, I maybe I miss one at, uh, attacking player. Um, I almost uh, managed to make a good deal, but uh, for a few hours I missed. It. <laughs> I missed the opportunity, but I, uh, I don't give up this. I, I will. Uh, I will close my uh, my U twenty three, and after that maybe I'm building also for um, uh, D two Europe. Uh, I start for 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 this. My plans are to finish this team, yes, and then I will be okay for. For the start.
2: You've decided to build for higher division, the highest division you can to start with, and then hopefully with your card wins and rewards, you can start to to build teams for. Division three and Division four is that correct?
1: Actually, I um, I uh, went to a decision process. um, Very viable at the start, I went into good D two. Then I said, "Oh, it's too expensive. I I will never be able to to complete it." Uh, And uh, with advices of bigger managers than me uh yourself for for example thanks for that <laughs> uh, i decided to go back to d2 um to get cards and uh, go the higher i can I, I i don't know when where i want to finish uh will i play uh d1 someday or, or not uh, but at the moment i had an attraction for super rare cards only 10s is a scarcity interesting? I could afford for a team of D2. It was the max I could afford. I couldn't go higher, uh, and I want always go for the best value, uh, best cards, best uh, scarcity. Uh, so it was a good compromise. And then yes, it will bring me some cards. But uh, uh, the, the, the strategy was uh, was to to go higher I can. Uh, I didn't uh, go.
2: Like- no, I'm, and personally, look, I know that we've, we've spent a lot of time talking and, you know, discussing ideas and strategies. And, uh, you know, I, I really do believe that that is the best choice, because I think, again, another we've seen in the last few weeks, the amount of new users joining the platform. There seems to be, you know, for every thousand new managers, they want the Bayern cards, they want the, the Liverpool, they want the Juve, they want the, the top performing cards, and I think having the super rare versions of those to play in Division Two, uh, I, I think we'll go through another phase now where they will be much much harder to buy off other managers. And so you know you might not win prizes straight away, but I think you will be building strong underlying values for those cards. And if you're buying cards at one two three ETH, which I know you are, then I can't see that these cards aren't going to be going to two three four ETH. Whether they win or whether they don't win, because you've got good, solid under twenty-three cards there, of cards of players
0: that there are only ten cards issued per season. Hi, B's coming for you. Yeah, I'm just looking at that. That like Gabrielle, you chose to to add an Arsenal defender. Yeah, as one of your latest choices
1: oh uh for this one <laughs> i have to to tell you uh, it was not my uh my scooching I, I do a lot of scooching by myself i, I mean um, i spend a lot of time in uh, video I, I look a lot of video um, I, online matches but also highlights of players um, i strongly believe that i have to spend my money only of uh, on players that i personally uh a scoot. Uh, it's like a game, you know, I have always, uh, uh, I, I wanted to be um, uh, a scoot uh, when I was younger. I also tried to be um, a player agent. I almost became a player agent, uh, but I took a different road. and uh, it's like my revenge <laughs> on football. <laughs> I, now I can buy players, I can scoot players, and I can uh, um, get rewards if my uh, scoot Uh, was good Uh, if i was uh, right on on player um, i can earn money for that and so it's like a revenge on uh, my life Uh, but for gabriel to go back to the subject it was not my scout. it's a friend a friend uh, a friend who told me uh, you know you should uh, watch this player he was uh, uh, a little player uh, you know, uh, Lille was the champion uh, last year, but Gabriel was before they become champion. And uh, I, after after he told me, uh, you should see this player, I watched video. Uh, he's uh, pretty good. He's very, very good. Tall, left-footed, uh, strong on his feet, young. I think he's going to be a good, um, a good card and a good uh, revelation. Um, on Arsenal, since Arsenal seem finally uh, be better now, <laughs> uh, they could stick to this uh, lineup, uh, and I think that uh, Gabriel will stay, stay um, centre back uh, starter. Uh, that's why I uh, I bought it. Uh, I bought him. Uh, moreover, when the, 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 this friend told me you should go for this player uh, on the secondary market, there where well, there was uh, one card, so it was an opportunity. I just missed Saliba a few hours before, and I said, "Wow, it's a sign. <laughs> I can't uh, I can't miss him."
0: That's so. A, that's so I-, I was jesting about Arsenal. He is a, a player I think has got. a a great future ahead of him. And as you say, he had had quite a, a solid reputation when he was in France previously before the move. That's obviously why he, he got that big move and it's maybe the, the Arsenal curse initially. And um, but with with Samuel well from a, Thomas Partey, and now Gabriel in there. It's a, a solid looking Arsenal.
2: Yeah, and it, and it's also a car which benefits from this in, in this game and this platform from the fact it won't be produced until Arsenal uh, are signed onto the platform, or unless Gabriel gets another transfer back to a licensed team. So, in terms of the super rare that you've picked up, there is only 10. And at the moment, it doesn't look like there'll be another 10 this season. So, the better he does, you know, again, you're in a, in a really nice position where, you know, these aren't going to come at auction. You won't be able to win these as prizes. The only way to get a Gabriel now is to go to an existing owner. And you've got one of the you know the 10 most popular cards of him.
1: Yeah, it's a nice way of thinking. Uh, I am always surprised by the way you see those things. Uh, I always stick to football, but there is a lot to consider in Sora And scarcity, short prints, uh, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's a nice vision that managers should have. And I always learn a lot from your point of view. So thanks for sharing again.
2: No problem at all. So, in terms of what you achieved and what you're looking to achieve, looking at the platform, what is it maybe that you'd like to see change and evolve from the platform now? So, you've got, obviously, your scouting, you've got the cards that you've, you, you want to play with in, in, in under-23 Division 2 and, and also now for targeting All-Star Division 2 or Euro Division 2. What would you like to see in terms of changes on the platform? What do you think might be missing at the moment?
1: As, um, as, may I talk about the substitute system? Um, I, I won't go very far in, in that, but for me, GNP um, are a problem um, because uh, sometimes you just cannot uh, forecast that there is a GNP, and uh, it's not, um, it's not I, say, I would say, fair, to punish someone because he couldn't forecast that there will be a GNP. Uh, so I know that there is a protestation because they say that Wales were, will prof- benefit more from the substitute system in Sorar, But uh, I, I disagree with that. People who have only one or two teams in Sora are destroyed when there is a GNP. Uh, it's the World Game Week for them that is killed. Whereas a uh, uh, people who have uh, tens or, or fifth teams, it's not a problem if there is one GNP in one in some of them. With a GNP, you kill all rentability for small people, and small account. I mean, not small people. Uh, sorry for my English again. I <laughs> do what I can, but you know, you understand the, the idea. Uh, there is a problem when you have only two or two three teams and you have GNP inside. You you, you win nothing. And it doesn't prevent big accounts to win uh, if you don't have a a substitute uh, system. I I think that uh, I I would like to to, to see that. Um, Then uh, something more simple, uh, where where there wouldn't be uh, any debate, Uh, it's um, a message system so that you can talk directly with managers without using Discord. Uh, It's really easy, I think, to implement. uh, And I would like to to, to see that coming. last but not least, a negotiation interface more accurate, where you can counter-offer when you you receive an offer and um, and maybe add uh, clauses. additional agreement so that you can maybe say uh, uh, I uh, will give you a, a percentage on a resell or something like that. Maybe it's hard to, to implement because there will be a, a contract atta- attached to the NFG. So maybe it's it's too hard what I'm asking. But uh, so far we could go in the negotiation or the um, elaborating deals, uh, the better it would be.
2: I, 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 I really like that point and I agree because I have tried uh, with deals to, you know, add on different clauses. You win a prize, you pay this, and you know everybody's looking for a discount. Everybody wants a good deal, but also from the seller's point of view, they want a good deal as well. And when somebody comes to you and says, "I know mean, here's 0.2 ETH for a car, but you really know it's worth 0.25," is there a way where you can try and, you know, bridge the difference? So I'll tell you what, yes, I will sell you the card for 0.2, but when that card helps contribute towards a winning lineup, then I want you to pay me 0.03 or whatever it happens to be, and you find some middle ground. And, yeah, at the moment, that's done on trust. Um, But I think, yeah, it would be nice to have that as part of uh, an actual transaction. And, you know, Sorare is there to replicate things that happen in real life. And in real life, transactions and transfers do include various different clauses, win bonuses, etc. So, yeah, maybe at some point in the future that is possible that we we can negotiate that way. And if you're winning a prize and that prize contains a card that you've sold with an agreement, then, yeah, maybe part of that prize is apportions to uh, the previous owner. And then part of that ETH prize is, is awarded to the new owner. Yeah, I, I, it must be possible. It's just a case of... I Guess where it might feature as a, a priority at the moment is probably not a priority,
0: but I think it's definitely something that we will look at again in the future. It makes sense to, to have, I think people have been asking for that for quite some time, and Surreal can potentially monetize that so by taking a, a secondary fee and um, so a fee on the, the secondary market, which they, they don't do at the moment, right? So there, there's only they're only earning from the, the primary auction listings, not anything that's going through, and the volume of trades that are going through in that secondary market is a no-brainer for me. So no limit. Thanks for for that background. I think there's some great ideas in there, and I'm sure the the team are listening. To something, some ideas in there that they'll they'll look to get some prioritisation in there. Yeah, I, I'm sure we see lots of developments with that huge amount of funding. That we we have raised. So before we go on to that, why don't we talk about the PSG cards coming back on Lionel Messi coming onto the platform for the first time? How exciting was that?
1: So it's the coming of Messi is terrible for me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah, because I'm fond of this player. I I have I I dreamed of this this card when it was June, but between this time, uh, something terrible happened for Marseille fan. Messi went to Paris and Mm -hmm. Paris (laughs) is not a good team for us, it's a rival. So now, uh, if I want a Messi card, I will have a a Messi card with a Paris shirt. That's not possible for me. (laughs) So um, I'm like, uh, I cannot go for this card, but I. So you couldn't
2: use him as one of your wild cards with you said you have your four Marseille. And you could have your Messi card as your fifth wild card <laughs> instead, of, instead of Benzema.
1: <laughs> uh, Benzema was better, but I, I, I can do that if I, I want to survive one more day in Marseille. You cannot wear a Paris shirt and you cannot have a card with a Paris shirt. It's not allowed. It's allowed in the city. You cannot. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but uh, I, I can't go for that. But it's great for Soral that we got this player it means uh, a lot in football he has been uh, one of the major player of the world's football story you know he will be it could be a legend already in itself uh so it's great that we we, we got it even if i want own by myself car yes
0: yeah, some huge prices so just looking there i think we're at about 7 to 8th eight so 16 to 18000 pounds on the rares and the Looks like the the limiteds are even going for about fifteen hundred to to two thousand pounds. So, yeah, significant prices on these cards. But that was an it was, the, it was right? the
2: first time I I paid real attention to the limited cards, and yeah, you could see from the early, I think, um, who is it? The Unforgiven uh, was going heavy on the one of a thousands, and they were really hitting some some, some big numbers. But you know the, these are high scoring So five cards, and yeah. Messi may not have had the fa- the, fa- the fastest start at PSG. He hasn't scored a goal yet, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. No limit. You'll be hoping that he uh, continues his current lack of
0: form. Um, but you've got to think... I don't think it's just Marseille fans. I think it's everyone who doesn't own him at this point that's, ho- that's hoping that...
1: I, I I think there will, there might be a problem in Paris uh, with Messi. Uh, Messi has uh, just played for Barcelona. Yeah, we don't know his adaptability as a player. It's uh, something important. He has always been best conditioned uh, in a, uh, a town, a city uh, that you perfectly know, a climate that you perfectly know. Uh, now it's all different. He's a bit old. Uh, that's not sure that it would be a 65 scoring uh, in five card. So mostly when when you pay a lot for Messi, it's for collectible reason. Uh, otherwise, if you are looking for five scoring, it's a bit premature for me. Paris uh, has uh, sometimes problems with uh, stars. I'm not sure that it will be scoring very high, but it's Messi. So you, you can take the risk that... Uh,
2: well, it's interesting you say that because, you know, OK, look, I don't, I don't, I don't support PSG. I don't support Marseille, you know, but I like, I like good football. If you look at the physical condition of someone like Messi, yes, no problem. But you've got, you've got your own player, Dimitri Payet, and he, he looks like he, he enjoys his food as much as I do. And uh, he's 34. He still puts in some very strong performances for Marseille and therefore for SO5 and the scoring. So if Dimitri Payet is still knocking in good numbers for, for Marseille, uh, I don't think we have to doubt whether or not Messi will suddenly kick into action and we'll, we'll be hitting those 80 to 100 scores again.
0: No, I'm not too worried about his, his scores there. I think we, we are going to see. He's an exceptional player, isn't he? He's, for, for years, he's broke boundaries. I don't think that's going to just change overnight. I think There will be enough, a settling in period and adjustment time getting used to playing with Mbappé and Neymar and, and all the other stars there, but that team is well, been set super up super rare at the
2: moment is at 12.5 ETH with just over an hour to go. So, and really? it looks like a, wow. a new, a, a new relatively new manager bidding on that one with a PSG badge as his logo. So, yeah, I think as fans, and, and I know we're going to go and talk about the legends soon, but, you know, as fans of particular clubs now, it's going to become very competitive to get the best players from The club that you support, even because there's going to be someone like you. You know, Nicholas is a is a a Marseille fan, and, and I'm sure in amongst the French community there are you know a large amount of Marseille fans. It's sometimes nicer if your team doesn't have the superstars that have the great utility, because then you can pick up your cards a lot cheaper. As soon as you support a team that's got a player that scores very well. It can become very expensive very quickly.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you know, there are a lot of of fans of Marseille. And in limited cards, the price are already very, very flying high uh, with uh, uh, maybe uh, three times on Paul Lopez on such cards. And even on medium cards, it happens. So I cannot imagine if we had a Messi, uh, it would be uh, terrible (laughs) to, to complete a collection. Uh, you're right on this point, yeah.
2: Right, and so PSG, yeah, I think in terms of the the quality of the cards there, that was, a, that was a pretty good start to the week. Okay, so that was Monday, PSG, and then on Tuesday, it got even bigger. $680 million
0: bigger. Yeah, that was quite incredible, wasn't it? I think there was obviously rumours going about for, for a few weeks now, maybe a bit longer, that something was in the pipeline. But to have that actually... I announced to actually see that update at eight o'clock in the morning yeah um pretty incredible the, the the previous funding raise, the the 50 million series a that was huge but this is on a, a whole new level isn't it i've seen a, a tweet i think saying it's, it's broken all sorts of funding records so the, the previous airbnb series b i think it's something like four or six times the, the amount of that and it's the, the largest ever um, French tech raise and the now the, the the most valuable private French company it's like these are mind-boggling statements that we're, we're talking about a, a platform that's been in existence for three years and then yeah, we have yeah, the, the, yeah. the French president talking about it yeah
1: yeah yeah it's amazing wow. you know um, I, I read that the valuation of Soran now is four billion four billion is more than when we introduced um uh, des jeux. it's the national company who own all the the betting games the lotos uh, uh, it's like a 100 years company it's it's unbelievable unbelievable that something like Soa was bigger than the valuation than des jeux. I, so, I mean
2: one... we're looking at this from Living outside of France, and, and obviously we see the headlines with the major uh, press uh, and media companies. As you commented earlier, you're seeing it from within France itself. So, you know, how much coverage have you seen? And, and you know, and how how big of how big is this inside France? Because we perhaps can't appreciate, uh, we can guess, but we can't appreciate how this is being received in in France. But you know. It sounds you know, even more impressive, I guess, if you're French national.
1: Yeah, um, um, maybe I have. I'm not. I'm not the best position to, to tell to talk about that because uh, I don't read all the press, but I have a focus on business press, and it was a world coverage. I, it was every hour uh, talk about the newly icon, uh, Sora, ah, et etc., etc., until the president on the on the night talked about it. And even uh, some friends, some friends who don't have linked with football told told me, "Oh yeah, did you hear about Soar? Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I did. Uh, so the, the courage was very strong, uh, but uh, it could be even better in the next upcoming weeks. I think.
0: Yeah, I think it takes time for that news to, to really filter through, doesn't it? So we're we're all aware of Saur and what it is and we've came to this crypto space, this NFT platform and been able to, to get on board but to, to really go mainstream it does take a, a lot more, more enhanced marketing really getting out there to, to different um, groups of, of potential users so yeah, I think we, we see that ramping up over the coming weeks and it'll be interesting to see how many new users we get coming from France in particular because of this news and is there a Know, a media-centric focus on on that news for a for a period of time that does see us get a, a whole bunch of, of new French users there. So there'll be lots of support requests for you, lots of people for you to help out. And I, and I guess
2: we'll we'll see, as you just said there, Harvey, in terms of the conversion is one thing to see the news and appreciate the news. The next thing is how do you act upon that news? So in terms of those that see it and think, okay, yeah, this sounds really exciting. What do I do next? Going through the onboarding process, you know what level of retention can we expect to see from the new users that join? You know how are they going to react when they see the prices for the first time? Um, so there's a lot of things I think in terms of the user interface, the platform itself. Yeah, there's still some improvements that people have been regularly suggesting that need to happen. So yeah, I'm I'm just hoping that when people do come to Surre. To test it out and you know see it for the first time, and another part of the news was unlimited now, uh, com- or uh, unlimited uh, rookie league for for the common cards. So yeah, we just need to make sure that the people that you know react to this news uh, have all the things that they need to uh, fall in love with the game as we have and 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 stay and uh, and and compete.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. There's there's lots of other enhancements and. Other um, improvements that this platform is going to, to have, obviously the, the Rookie League, the, the new introduction of that free-to-play and being able to retain those users. So I think in the announcement, we've seen the, the reference of there's been over 100,000 sign-ups to Surayer. And we all know from using Surayer data, there's less than 40,000 that actually have one or have actually bought an NFT card, so limited or, or above. So it shows you that people are coming to this. You look at the, the amount of people who have followed Mbappe, for example, there's more than own a, a card. So people have came to it and potentially, for whatever reason, not, not picked it up, not being able to, to get into the game, and whether that is because it was a, you know, from a financial point of view, hopefully the, the limited cards breach some of that gap, but also having that free-to-play model that people can come in and learn about the game over a longer period than maybe the, the eight game weeks and then give up. So it'll be exciting to see how that new onboarding process works. And yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll get further enhancements into it. I'd like to see you know, something more sophisticated for training. You talked there about being able to engage with other managers and counter offer, being able to, to do some other kind of secondary market deals where you, with loans and facilitate other kind of transfers or trades in a, a, a using smart contracts maybe on the, on the blockchain. So there's so much that can happen. I'm sure we're going to see this this investment and the impetus of this, this growth continue. Um, but yeah, overall, it's just it's an exciting place to, to be. And I think you said at the start, we do probably need to, to stem that. I, I, I did think that to, today, after seeing some of the, the tweets yesterday, there was a our, our real hype. And having come from other platforms that ultimately you were let down on, Around some of the, the announcements, there was a little bit of a nervousness. Please don't build this up to to be something bigger than than what it was. But I think, yeah, we we had this further huge announcement, didn't we? Legends. I think, as a fan of the game, as a
2: fan of of, of watching, you know, the, the platform evolve for two and a half years now, you know, to me, sitting over breakfast, waiting for the tweet. And then seeing the tweet, playing the video for the first time, yeah, it's 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 mind blowing. It's goosebumps. It's 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 everything that you know you would want that the platform to to build towards. You know, in these early stages where we're buying and selling, you know, cards from the Europa League, and then we've got West Ham, and we've got a few this and a few that. And then in the last few weeks, I don't think we should overlook the importance of signing up the clubs from Mexico, from Peru, two brand new leagues that have been untapped as well. Uh, And now we've got, you know, 50 legends of the game. The video was, you know, amazingly put together. There must have been something in that video for everyone watching that they could resonate with. You know, one of the players, one of the memories... Um, and if it wasn't quite there, you'd like to think within the 50 legends of the game, there's got to be something there which immediately strikes a chord with you as a football fan. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then on top of that, when you took the time to go through the the medium post that went on to explain the future potential utility, the future utility of these cards, being able to use them in uh, special weekly events. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's very, very exciting. I mean we've had legends already produced over the last couple of years. I mean I've still been sitting on that Trevor Brooking card for forever and a day. but more recently we've had Oliver off again is an, an investor in Air. We've had the David Beckham PSG cards as well. Uh, and people have been buying them without any real knowledge of what can we do with these you know they're just collectibles. But this now takes this category of cards, the legend cards, to a very different place. Um, especially if, like, for example, the Ronaldo card that, that was heavily featured in the video. Wow, you could have a PSV Ronaldo card. You could have an Inter Milan Ronaldo card. You could have a Barcelona Ronaldo card. I mean, the, these are going to be stunning cards. And you know, I think people should be, you know, really considering where this platform can go next with with this type of Iteration. It's it's a huge iteration.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: What um, what were your what were your immediate how how did yeah. you feel when when you watched that video for the first yeah, time? I, I, you know, you I, played I was, played the game for three months.
1: Yeah, when I saw the, the legend cards, I was really happy because uh, as a football lover, you just can like love be bring back brought back to your memories and such good players. Uh, they are linked to memories memories of football but memories of your life and it's just amazing that we can have these cards. After that uh, NFT are building bridges between uh, the metaverse and the reality. It's, it's, it goes a- across time you know as if some somebody cannot play football anymore in the metaverse he can play football, uh, he can play forever. The time doesn't kill people in metaverse and um, the, the, the legend cards are a symbol of that. Um, so I'm mostly a fan of this initiative, uh, but uh, I, like I said in Twitter, uh, we have to be careful uh, by bringing these cards in the So5. Because uh, every time you introduce something new, you can unbalance the game, and uh, we have to avoid a lot of things like uh, legend stacking. Or I don't know. I, I didn't understand very well uh, everything uh, on on the legend cards, but um, I, I I know something for sure because uh, I have discussed of it uh, a lot of time uh, in other games when I wanted to introduce some fun by uh, making. Uh, um, uh, old people playing in football manager in uh, in a lot of different games and when i asked my friend uh, guys let's create a, um, let's recreate in the database database ronaldo uh, cristiano ronaldo, but the, legend ronaldo. The, re,
2: the, re, the real ronaldo
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes they say no it's it's Strange, we mix reality and we mix fantasy. Uh, I I want to to keep a football manager as realistic as possible. Uh, I mean, for some people, uh, maybe uh, it could break a bit of the reality of sora uh, if you introduce too much fantasy in all the game weeks. So I I uh, I don't know uh, or what would be the reaction for everyone, but maybe that. Uh, uh, limiting the impact of legend cards could be good so that you, you you feel that your game weeks your game weeks are linked to the reality and in the reality we cannot see Bergkamp, uh, ronaldo playing on the weekend so uh, i uh, i support and uh, i am uh, for this initiative i like legend cards but uh, we will have to balance the action and the interaction with the So5 games, I think.
2: That's a really good point, and, yeah, I I think it's very well thought through. Um, I think if I had one concern uh, about the introduction of this, is that I still don't feel that we have sufficient structure in place for the Tier 2 and Tier 3 cards. And whenever you bring something new and exciting, for example, the Messi, PSG, and now the Legends, and you know, we've got other big clubs, I imagine, coming around the corner, it, it, it almost pushes a lot of the cards and clubs that are not considered to be star or tier one, pushes them further and further down. And until we have something which means that a larger percentage of the overall cards are, are going to be attractive, if someone comes and joins in a couple of months' time, I would imagine that they would want to look straight for the legend cards. They'll then want to look at you know the top cards from the top European clubs. And they might not even now want to look at oh, the Challenger or you know Asia or MLS. So be like, mm. And so the, the more quality that's added to the platform, I think it's even more critical that they have more game modes or more reasons to still want to play and love and cherish the tier two and tier three cards, which, you know, for the first year of the game, so many great cards came out of Belgium. So many great cards have come out of, you know, the early six to 12 months of the game. But right now, other than, the, you know, maybe nostalgic value um, or for those that want to collect some of the very first editions from 2018-19 season. Right now, people join in going, I want to win tournaments, I have to buy utility, I have to buy Tier 0 and Tier 1 cards. I'm not going to be able to compete and win regularly unless I've got the very best card. So I think Legends are just incredible. But with that said, I think they really need to address this Tier 2, Tier 3 imbalance, which is just pushing people towards the very top cards, which are very expensive. And if they are very expensive, then maybe the overall retention rate is not going to be what what we all hope for.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good point. I didn't even think about that, but uh, you have a global view, very interesting. I would uh, um, add that maybe uh, in the time, it's, it's not only because of the legends. Uh, it may be just a natural evolution of the game. Uh, maybe uh, the divisions, uh, that already, uh, that um, at the moment are just um, linked to the scarcity of, of cards. Uh, maybe we would need some divisions inside scarcity division. I mean, that uh, you have a high division where you can compete the most valuable cards, and maybe a division in the, uh, where you can uh, compete with uh, tier 3, tier 2. Uh, I don't know. I didn't think about it, but m- maybe it will be necessary if there is more and more very strong cards which don't let any chances to the low tier cards to 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 win uh, or except uh, if you have luck, but uh, you cannot re- rely a game only on on luck for for this kind of cards. Um, so maybe I don't know. Maybe the division could 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 be good. I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, lots of good points in there. I think separation of the, the new legend cards is, is important and and not ruining as you, you say the the live the the real life gameplay for, that we have in, in so5 and i think so initially it looks like it's that they're going to be usable in the weekly specials and potentially the the details of that still to be fleshed out exactly but i think we will see come some kind of differentiator there so they're, they're not going to be competing in all-star d4. And I, I think there, I have seen concerns about using them almost as a, a cheat card, these these legends. Um, so if you picked up a, a Beckenbauer... Uh, well, i still got Hans
2: van Aken. There's only one cheat card in
0: this game, Hans van Aken. That's a, there could be a few of them soon. But, yeah, I, I think we're, we're going to... You touched on it there, Mark, as well. We, we're going to see changes in the, the, the game design. And I think it is important that we get utility for those lower tier cards. And I think it's something the team are well aware of. How they, they implement that is extremely important and getting that right, landing that right is extremely important. So exciting to see what that looks like. So far, everything they've done has always been been great in my eyes. I've got full confidence because of that and because recent announcements and everything I see happening that this will take us forward. It might not be perfect, it might need tweaks, but it it will be a move forward in the right direction, giving more utility for the the volume of cards. So I don't think it would be possible to introduce new scarcity, like limited cards, without thinking a, a lot further down the lines of several steps ahead as to what that looks like when we onboard hundreds of new clubs. We add in Legends, we add in... You know a new scarcity, and we have the onboarding of thousands of new users. So, I think that the team will have a view of how, how to make that more sustainable, how to enable fun for, for everyone on all budgets. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's I think that's key because, as you said, there it's
2: like if these legends had come out and it would be like, and it was clear from the beginning there was no utility, be like, mm, okay, they're nice, collect them, I'll buy one if I'm a massive fan of that player or the club. Um, and as you said, if they come out and they were, you know, given godlike utility, then they'd be priced at a level where they wouldn't fall into the hands of enough managers or enough users. So I think if, if, if I've interpreted it correctly today, it's, it's found that sweet spot in the middle where you can get some utility out of the card. OK, so then you can factor in maybe a premium or... What is that worth in you know in value terms when you're looking to buy it off the market versus maybe a, a very nice super rare or, or or a unique that you might want to use in a higher division? But yeah, you don't want it to be in a situation where it's overly powerful or has zero power. And, and this looks like it's a, a a nice way to start. Yeah, I think so.
0: I can't wait to see the the first design t- tomorrow. We've obviously seen the the teaser of the, the Ronaldo there on the who do you who do you want it to see
2: tomorrow? I mean, we're talking about Platini, Cruyff, Beckenbauer. I mean, there's some absolute monsters in there.
0: I think Platini being the first one. Just given yeah. some, some of the chat today. No, no, I think there's so many in there, isn't there? So and I've seen, there's obviously a a route as well to suggest other legends. So We've, we've got 50, but I've seen so many other suggestions of players that are in their, their own right, legends. So I suppose we need to understand what does that game design look like? How many players would you want to, to mint into that? And, and what is the, the sort of the cutoff criteria? What defines a, a legend? You talked about Ronaldo and the various different clubs that you could have a legend series for him. That's right for for him. But there'll be some players that maybe only have maybe one legend card um, available for them. Others that can have two, two or three and, and lots of other players that, are in their own right legends. So who on oh, a well, Jimmy you like to Jimmy
2: J- Jimmy Jimmy Triore, two thousand and five. That would be an awesome
0: one. That's not who I thought you were going to say. I thought no, it was going to be Jimmy one of Tri- your obscure. Eagle Biscan, Eagle Biscan, two thousand and five. That'd be pretty cool.
2: Well, nice to think that you don't. That nice that uh, you don't feel that Jimmy Triore is obscure. You obviously think he's quite mainstream.
0: No, no, I'm just used to your your views by now, man. <laughs> Yeah, have you I got don't... a
2: particular favourite legend that you're looking forward to see? No limits. What's uh, who's uh, you think maybe there could be a papan card? Maybe.
0: Uh,
1: as a legend, I would like to see uh, Jean-Pierre Papin, who was a uh, golden uh, ball, ballon d'or winner, uh, very good, good uh attackant for for Marseille. Maybe uh, yes, Waddle. I have some some expectation like that. Uh, but uh, the, the legends that uh, we already saw are are really, really good and I love them. So uh, I, I will take what, what's come out.
2: I think as well, it's perfect timing after the limited uh, scarcity has been introduced as well. People are now familiar with the limited scarcity. I mean, the auctions are 24 hours a day. And I think these are deserved of being in every single category. So whereas before, you know, the, the Beckhams and the beer offs rare, super rare and unique. Uh, you know, we're going to have 1,111 versions of each of these uh, legends, which will mean that uh, there'll be a, a much wider range of
0: owners uh, that they'll fall into many, many different accounts. Yeah, I think that's One. an important part, isn't it? So you can't introduce legend cards and not have them available to the masses of users. So anyone who, as you said, that that balance that's been struck with not having too much utility and not being overpowered, and so that they, they find that nice sweet spot that they can end up in the hands of all sorts of managers. Now, I imagine some of the, the first ones will, will go for incredible prices and we will see huge demand on them. But with a, a thousand with, limited, one le-
2: with, with one legend per day, it'd be interesting to see how they auction them off. And as I say, whether the FOMO of the very first ones and whether the prices will then go down or whether the First prices will be, you know, look back up on a girl. Well, That's quite cheap because and also you'd imagine that the prices, because they're probably be quite expensive, you know, which ones, you know, you might want to time everyone might be saving for a maradona or people might be saving for a Croy for, you know, whatever whoever their favorite happens to be. And so the order in which they drop as well is going to be very important.
1: Um, I, I saw something on Binance and FG. Um, I th- I think that they had... um some uh, expectation I, I saw maybe michael owen uh, on this binance NFT program uh, maybe uh, it's a way of fighting this kind of initiative or coping the ground uh, in the present in the past of football so it's a global strategy maybe also uh, from from so far from from this point of view it can be uh, a good news for the hegemony of, uh, of the game and his ability to cover all the expectation of the fans.
2: No, very good. And I think, yeah, maybe another strategy will be that there'll be people that will buy these cards in order to trade them in the future. So if you're waiting for a legend that you like, it might be it might be a wise strategy to buy some of the earlier ones just to make sure you've got, all right, I've got a couple at least. And then as the others start to come out, you've, you've, you've got currency because I also imagine... In the future, that trading a legend for a legend might be more attractive than just trying to buy a legend with ETH. You know, there are going to be certain cards out there which you know, yeah. Well, you can offer me 0.4, or whatever the price half an ETH for, for a particular card. Sometimes that's not as attractive. Again, well, I'd actually like that card, or you know, and I don't mind doing it, I don't mind losing a legend if I can also get another legend I like, perhaps a little bit more. So I think it will. There'll be some interesting
0: trading going on once these legends have been circulated. Yeah, certainly be interesting to see. Huh? We'll see what the prices go go like. I'm, I'm sure they will be high. What
2: about the, um, the La Liga ticket packs? The winners of those ones? That's quite. They were pretty cool. I still don't know. I mean, I didn't read. I didn't win anything there. I didn't, didn't read as to are they really giving out 200 La Liga tickets? Or yeah, how, how are they yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are. are.
0: Yeah, so you have to have the ticket on a certain date and you will get the, the ticket and you can buy them, you can sell them off to other people. If you manage to have like five by that date, they they'll work with you to try and get, you know, tickets so all your friends and family could come.
1: Actually, it's uh, the owner at the five of October. Uh, the yep. owner of the limited card will uh, get the ticket. So if you want to get the ticket in your name, you can get uh, one of these limited cards uh, before the 5 of October. Uh, after that, I think you have to resell <coughs> the ticket apart from the NFT because it, it would have already been attributed. you picked yeah, up so. a
2: couple. How many no-limits? Am I right in saying you, are, you own a couple? You're, you're getting a couple? Uh,
1: actually, I uh, have uh, made an agreement with one of my nephew to get this ticket. I didn't buy uh, through Sorar, but I bought in real life because I knew I know him. I, th- I think we will pass by the transaction of Sorar for the card, it's easier to get it. And I don't know if I will go by myself, but I was sure that my friend couldn't go, so I bought it. And uh, then I will see what uh, what I do with uh, with these cards. I don't know what would be the valuation of such cards on the market.
2: I guess it depends on what the game is. I mean, is, does the game match the, the, the club that's on the on the card that you own?
0: Had to, has that been... No, so there's also a choice in that, isn't there? So, I think I, I'm,
1: I'm not sure um, if it's linked to the match that you can see. Uh, concerning my friend, he got uh, one Valencian card. Uh, uh, I don't remember the player. And a Van Asus from uh, Real Madrid. Uh, he was, um, uh, let me check that, uh, he was 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 uh, in the top ten, so it's nine. Uh, um, what I understood is that uh, uh, the better better the placement is, uh, the more choice you, you will have in the game A ticket you can pick.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. My understanding is they'll probably work their way down the list 1 to 100, contacting the, the winners and trying to understand their availability, and if they're, they're wanting to use that ticket and try to get preferences for matches where where possible. Now, obviously, there'll, there'll be caveats within that, though. There won't be you know, 200 tickets for an El Clasico available as part of this, so you won't be able to, to pick any particular match, I don't think. But there should be a bit of flexibility and a bit of choice there for the winners. So that's quite cool. that's to me, suggests that they really do have a, a good relationship built early on here with Lolika a, a, a partnership that we're going to see more and more of these these special events come from so yeah good to, good to see yeah for for me a huge, huge. I, I managed to podium game third in game week 201 so we had nice nice um, special in game week 200 and a nice special in game week 202 uh, I, I managed to do rubbish in, in both of those but podiumed in, in 201 got a nice super rare is at a price so I'm, I'm certainly not complaining but a little bit jealous of the the game week 200 cards and the the 202 here i think these are game-changing experiences aren't they so the, the, the 200 cards for, for me that's a memento if you've won if you've won that game week and i've already seen there's probably there's a good 25 to 30 that are up for sale and, and people looking to to move those on for for premiums but for me, if I had had won that, that's something I'd just be tucking in the locker and yeah, keeping there as a, a special memento. And I'm hope, hopeful we, we see more and more of these types of things because it, it definitely drives engagement. It makes it a, a bit more fun. I, I know I'm looking out at these special weeklies and seeing who's who's winning more than I would normally um do. So definitely adds a, a bit more engagement and fun. And that's what the special weekly should be, shouldn't it?
1: There, there is meaning behind that. It's, it's true. Uh, I I said it's building bridges between reality and fantasy. That's a property of NFT. And by the, by doing such things, Sora know perfectly what they are doing. It will be, of course, uh, a great moment of communication if there is uh, some highlight put on the people who get inside the stadium through NFT. It's like a key. A key that opens reality in one way and a key that opens fantasy in the other way. So there is a great meaning beyond football. And uh, I think that we are at the beginning of, of something. And Saurabh so did a great thing by uh, opening La Liga tickets, by winning the special weekly. I think so, yeah,
0: definitely. That, that's the feeling I've got. This is a, the start of, of something special. I think Mar- then you
2: start to you, you start to think of how this would then ha- evolve once we've got the other major leagues involved too so all of these could be running simultaneously you could have similar competitions running for the Bundesliga similar competitions for Ligan, similar competitions for the Serie A similar competitions for the Premier League you know you start to uh, to take this out develop it 12 months 18 months from now You know, there's going to be opportunities like this all week long globally. It's crazy.
0: You give
1: more and more utility to the token and you will uh, drive in uh, people who are more stuck to reality. They they are not interested in fantasy and things like that. But when you show them that the token has um, deep utility that can interact in their usual life, you will convince more and more people to, to interest into NFT. So um, uh, I think it's really interesting. Uh, it's, it's way played by, uh, by the SOAR team. Bravo, 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 <laughs> again. Uh, and um, I heard something from the CEO uh, when he, he was invited by the French press after the rising of this week and he said we want to become one of the best entertainment company in the world he didn't say only football he said entertainment so maybe football won't be the only interest of soar in the future i think that's it's it's really interesting to to keep an eye on uh, on that, on the NFT world uh, behind uh, beyond the, the football, uh, because around does.
2: Yeah, I think I agreed. I think some of the reports I read and, and the interview that he had, there's been various different interviews. Yeah, the door is definitely wide open to uh, explore other sports in addition to football. I think they won't take their eyes off the main prize, which is to perfect and, and really, you know, build out the Sorare platform for football to the best it can be um, but I think it's no doubt that there are other franchises, sporting clubs from you know all over the world looking at this model and thinking yeah this, this can work for us as well so I wouldn't be surprised if they are you know already lining up you know teams and franchises from other global sports uh, to potentially yeah replicate what they're yeah. doing here with, with Sorrent.
1: Sure, well, they have the technologies, they have the process, they have the teams, they have the experiences.
0: What sport would you like to see?
1: Oh, <laughs> I I am really fond of football and not a lot of different sports. Uh, so maybe NBA, but they have already something, I think, in NBA. What about you, Mark? So- I, mean,
2: I mean, look, I think as, as long as what they do doesn't take the, uh, you know, doesn't, have a detrimental effect on, on the football. I really don't mind, I think there's, it sounds to me as though there is a global audience for cricket, um, you know, not particularly of interest to me, but I think that that could be it's something which I haven't seen in the NFT world. So maybe cricket could be, uh, it's a team sport. I think there's there's definitely a way that you can link the, the cards of cricketers to, you know, scoring and, uh, and similar sites of fantasy ladder. As you said, there's already people doing basketball and baseball, and you know there's there's nothing, nothing that Sorare can't do and do better. So I think the door is open for any major sports, um, but I think they need to continue to build out the football products a good six to twelve months longer and really showcase that. And maybe this next bit um, growth spurt that we hopefully will will, will be part of will put Sorare up. In the same category and above you know people still talk about top shot but you know what can you do with these uh, with these figures still and there's still a lot of people that are trading jpegs left right and center that have got good communities millions and millions of dollars i think serene needs to put themselves at the very top now of the nft pile um i saw a tweet from pierre earlier about how many transactions since the move over to starkware Um, it's time to make a statement now. And with these legends, with more teams, if they can make another signing of a a full league and we can get another 50,000 or 100,000 users, let's see what these numbers in Surrey look like in six to 12 months' time. And I'm hopeful that we'll be well and above all of these funky, you know, 10,000 Avatar projects, uh, and Sorare will be standing alone as the dominant NFT game. Uh, and then, yeah, they should hopefully have the pick of any sports because people will be looking and going, you know, that's, that's who I want to, uh, to be entrusting with the licence for global cricket, basketball, baseball, whatever it happens to be, and then let them build it out for, for us. Right now, I don't think Sorare is still at the stage where the numbers are impressive, But it's still lost in amongst loads of other projects. And unless you like football, you're probably not going to be looking at Sorare. So Sorare needs to put itself in a position where everybody's looking at you. You can't get away from it. Sorare is the number one NFT platform. Uh, And whether it's known for football cards or whether it gets known for uh, more different sports at the same time, doesn't really matter. But it has to be, it has to use this First, a market advantage. Now to be recognised as the leader, not just a leader in sports, but the leader in NFTs. And let's push all of these, you know, hot potato fad NFT projects to the side, and and let's all be part of a platform which is recognised as as the very best.
1: Yeah, and getting uh, you are right. Maybe they have to to finish the development of the SORA platform so that we have something. I won't say perfect, but uh, as close as possible that. <laughs> perfection. Um, But once it's done, and uh, when we will get maybe other sports, uh, I think that we will build a bridge between these different sports. I mean, maybe I didn't uh, look a single game of cricket, but I know that it's very popular in India, if I'm correct. Uh, And uh, if NFT of cricket appears on solar someday, maybe I will get some interest, or we'll get some NFT from cricket. Because of Sora, maybe I will interest, get interested into this uh, sports. And in the same way, some Indian people uh, will uh, look at football uh, through the, the, the platform of Sora because they went to Sora for the cricket and they arrive in the football. Uh, it's one
2: hundred percent. Well, we we all play this game, and we're all we're already getting sucked into football in Korea. We're getting sucked into football in different parts of America. So again, if, 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 if you can, if you believe in the platform and you see the opportunity, as people have seen the opportunity in the K-League and the J-League and perhaps leagues that they had never had an interest in before, yeah, I don't think it's going to be difficult to convince people to go, yeah, why don't you take a look at cricket? Why don't you take a look at this sport? This sport, yeah, it's it's natural.
1: Yeah, we are billions and uh, football fans are a part of this. It's already a first step for solar to get into the mass market and uh, convince more and more people, football fans, to, to get into the platform. And maybe it could go even further in the future.
2: Exciting times ahead. No Limit, thanks thanks very much for all your insight there. you come up with some, re- yeah, some really nice ideas and, and points that uh, I, I really like. the one about the mixing of fantasy and reality. I, ha- I hadn't thought about that at all. And yeah, I think that's very valid. I don't think people will think of it now when they see the auctions, they'll be blinded by the auctions to start with. But I think, yeah, when the dust settles, yeah, I think it will be a consideration where you know it is. It is a. It's going to be tricky to get that balance.
1: Uh, say thank you, thank you for the invitation uh, as well. It was a pleasure to to talk with you. Uh, it's, this game can be so so from so many perspectives that if you don't talk with people or the way they are thinking and seeing it, uh, you will miss uh, something. So it's always a pleasure to 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 have this kind of talks with. With
0: you so thanks you to, to, for inventing me no no thank you Nolan. we've been a had a, a great chat today some great points i think we've whistled through some huge announcements to, today and probably not covered them in as, as much detail as as we wanted to but only so much you can can really cram into an hour isn't there so thank you very much um, i'm sure you're going to have some great success with that d2 Champion Europe team. Just looking at those those players now, there's some some really nice players in there. Um, I'm very very jealous of those youngsters you've picked up. And also, No you'll
2: you'll be remembered now as the first person that used the term legend stacking. No, it, it came <laughs> it came from it came from your mouth first. So uh, <laughs> um, you, I don't know if you read it or or someone else commented on it today, but uh, we've had some fun recently with stacking, but. Yeah, you're the first person that I've heard uh, that's sown the seed in my brain. Ooh, legend stacking. That sounds very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Wait okay. to see how much you spend in the next couple of weeks, Mark. I've got to be selling. got to sell before I can buy. Well,
0: that's it. that's I'm ha- it.
2: I'm happy now. I'm happy I've got outbid on Messi 1 of 10 now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the legend stacking can begin. <laughs>
2: Have a great week, everybody. Thanks again. No Limit. Really nice to to have you on. And, uh, yeah, look forward to hearing the edit of this, uh, either tomorrow or whenever it goes out.
0: Yeah, thank you, Mark. And enjoy the rest of the holiday. We'll catch up shortly. and we will get this out tonight. Perfect. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good game. Good luck this
2: game week. Cheers. Bye.
0: Bye, guys. See you soon. So that brings us to the end of today's Sourier Global Fantasy Football Podcast. I hope you found it useful. And as always, if you could like, subscribe and leave a review, and we can help introduce a fantastic concept to more users. See you next time.